organization. Why doesn't that happen all the time? What are the things that get in the way? I have my theory on some obstacles to transparency, and let me run some ideas by sure. you. As a student of both self-deception in the individual and collusion to collectively deceive ourselves and organizations, I've noticed that there are hidden ground rules for what we can and cannot say. In any organization, there are four unspoken rules. Number one, here's what we notice. Number two, here's what we say about it. Number three, here's what we don't notice. And number four, well, actually we say nothing about it because we don't notice it. We're not allowed to speak its name. And uh, Henrik Ibsen, of course, called this the vital lie, the uh, operative fiction that hides a painful truth. I remember talking to the uh, head of HR at a global corporation. She'd just come in as a head, and she was telling me about the vital lie there. It had to do with how executives were rated on their performance, which was the basis for their pay. Every top executive at the company was rated at the top. Rating. Excellent. This was despite the fact that the company was hemorrhaging a quarter of a billion dollars a year. In other words, there was a disconnect between executive rating and executive performance. And no one talked about it. She was appalled coming in as a fresh outsider, but it had slid under the rug through those four rules. Here's what we notice. Here's what we don't notice. Here's what we say. Here's what we never speak about. And that's a trade-off between anxiety and transparency. We allay our fears by turning attention away. An organization is a kind of a family. And just as in a family, we are socialized when we enter the door into those four rules. And I think one of the downsides of the very good pride people often take in being part of a high-status or high-performance organization can be a kind of subtle narcissistic inflation of how well we do or how good we are, where you start to skew the truth. In other words, I'm not talking really about toxic secrets, the kind of thing that will explode an organization, but the more subtle processes that keep us from really creating a culture of candor. And I, I want to discuss with you for a while, Warren, what are the elements of such a culture, a place where information does get to the right person at the right time for the right reason? What are some things that you think block transparency? First of all, let's talk about the pain of transparency, which you were implying. Yes. When I was in Italy a couple of months ago, I was at a museum in, um, in Venice and came upon a very unusual sculpture. It showed a king with a torn body and holding in his arms a violin that was cut in half. It was very destructive, and the king's face was total pain. To my amazement, the title of that sculpture was the pain of honesty. That hit. Of course, the biggest and most important truths are the most painful. The most painful interpersonally and also organizationally. Part of it is built into the very structure of a hierarchical system. Too many hierarchies are built where the CEO, one way or another, gives out remarkable semiotics that he doesn't want to hear the truth. And if, you know, a famous Hollywood mogul, Daryl Zanuck, uh, was a biography of him. The title was, Don't Say Yes Till I'm Through. So that we create 
almost reflexively a sense of, aye, aye, sir, yes, sir. Take Mr. Eckert Pfeiffer. Eckert Pfeiffer, good German name and a good German and a very smart executive who was at one time the head of Compaq. And he had two, he had an A-list and a B-list, Dan. And the A-list were people who were, aye, aye, sir, yes, sir. Uh, He liked the A-list because they lifted his self-esteem. They laughed at his jokes. We do this all the time. Just observe any boardroom, any room with a CEO and the direct reports. Notice how much more laughter the CEO gets when he tells a joke. Well, that's just a mild, harmless example of what I'm getting at here. The very built-in hierarchical structure in which we get our rewards. After all, CEOs do control the means to one's satisfaction. My dean is important to me because he gives me time off. If he feels like it, I will get a salary increase. I mean, these people are significant.